Hey y'all, welcome back to the Praying Single Mom Podcast, a podcast with the intention of bringing ease to Christian single moms all over the world as we discuss weekly real-life issues such as parenting, mental health, childhood trauma, domestic violence, and much more. I'm your host, Lakeisha Cody. Let's get into it. another episode of the Praying Single Mom podcast. Um, Tonight, I actually want to talk to you guys about something that it it may be triggering. I'm not going to lie. These episodes like this or these topics are not the easiest to discuss. Um, However, God just honestly laid it on my heart to talk about this. And I know it had to be God because this one, it really does pull on my heartstrings as a mother as well as a daughter and so I am going to say there will be a trigger warning Um, but tonight I want to talk about emotional deprivation as well as love deprivation and I know many of us are going to be able to relate to this I hope that as you are listening in you are listening in from a place of not to uh you know let me see I would love for you to listen in as someone who's like okay how can this help me try not to beat yourself up if you are a mom listening in try not to beat yourself up try not to hold regret or mom guilt but just listen from a place of now that I know better I can do better and if you are listening in as a daughter uh, who may have experienced some of these things as a child um, and if it's really really hard on you I would definitely recommend that you speak to a therapist or something to help you work through uh, these thoughts as well as these emotions and of course if you are unable to afford therapy do some research there are so many things out there on the internet on YouTube so many different books that you can read um, to that will help you cope with what it is that you are feeling and so I want to dive right in talking about love deprivation right Uh, when we think of love deprivation or even emotional deprivation it's simply exactly what it sounds like Um, you being deprived of love or you not having those emotional needs met and so oftentimes we don't realize how being unloved in childhood may impact you as an adult Um, If you felt unloved as a child, um, you may be an adult that struggles with a lack of trust. Uh, You may have different mental health conditions or mental health issues. Uh, If you had an unloving childhood or your emotional needs were not met for whatever reason by your caretaker, by your mother, your dad, your grandmother, these experiences are something that I'm pretty sure all of us can relate to when we grew up not to make excuses for our parents but our parents they were still figuring things out and honestly even as we are parents we are still figuring things out um parenting and those early life experiences are super duper duper important but when a child is neglected for whatever reason rejected abused um having this sense of being unloved for whatever reason it causes them to turn into adults 
that have insecure attachment styles. Now we talked about insecure attachment styles before here on the podcast, but I want to talk about it again. Um, If your first attachment or experience as a child or children of that matter is being unloved, this can create difficulty in closeness as well as intimacy for you. It can create that continuous feeling of anxiety or avoidance, right? And it can make you having those deep, meaningful relationships as an adult difficult, right? If you were a person or is a person with an insecure attachment style based off of how you were raised, you didn't feel loved as a child for whatever reason, your mom was emotionally unavailable, your dad was abusive, or he was emotionally unavailable for whatever reason, um, you may have a hard time as an adult communicating your emotions and your needs you may come off as someone who doesn't like to kind of get into expressing how you feel you may do it in a joking in a joking way but you don't like to communicate your emotions and needs um you may have a hard time understanding uh the emotions and needs of even your partner if you have a partner that is super emotional or super in tune with their emotions you may call this person even dramatic or you may feel like they're going above and beyond uh you may feel like they are doing the most when they are simply communicating their needs they're communicating their emotions but because that is something that you are unable to do or you are not used to this may Uh, feel uncomfortable for you Uh, if you grew up in an unloving childhood for whatever reason how you respond to conflict uh, could even be impacted how you self-regulate how you handle yourself how you handle situations your expectations of your partners in relationships can be impacted what you expect from them how you see them how you expect them to show up how you expect them to treat you All of those things, how you navigate life and work, all of those things uh, can be impacted. Uh, Children, when I think about, I'm not even going to get into uh, my childhood, but when I think about how I was as a child, um, the things that I saw, the things that I felt, the things that I noticed One thing about children's brains, they're like sponges and they soak up everything. And so everything that they see, everything that they feel, everything that they notice, whether it be their parents' behaviors, their attitudes, um, their their energy, like even babies, they, they are able to identify who they want to hold them, who they want to be around. I have a niece um, and she's six months. Literally, if she, if someone holds her and she just, she may just burst out crying because children, they can pick up on someone's energy. So what may, makes you think that a 10 year old a 12 year old, 13 year old, 11 year old is not able to identify that energy. And even if you can think back to how you were when you were 10 and 11, you remember uh, how your mom, how your mom acted towards you or how your grandmother acted towards you or how your dad acted towards you. Those are just some things that we just don't forget. Many of us can remember the exact moment where we felt unloved or where we felt dropped on our head or where we felt like, um, you know, we were just not loved in that moment. And this is not to bash our parents or anything. Like I said, this episode may be triggering. I know, um, but stick with me. 
um, if parents don't model healthy emotional intelligence, which honestly, our parents probably didn't even know what emotional intelligence was back then. And many of us, even today in 2023, still don't know what emotional intelligence is. We haven't tapped into emotional intelligence and that's okay. That's why I said, when you know better, you do better, right? But if parents don't model like healthy emotionally intelligence where they're stable in their emotions, their children most likely will have a hard time developing a strong emotional intelligence as well. If you don't see that um, growing up, you'll also have a hard time with your emotions and you'll show emotional instability uh, the way you view yourself may be hindered right children look to their parents and their caregivers for a sense of who they are they are the first person um, that we are the first persons that our children see Uh, if we can think about it when we were growing up we saw our mothers we saw our dads we saw our caretakers grandmoms we looked to them for a sense of self So parents who do not show their children genuine, unconditional love tend to create a lasting harm to their children's sense of self, right? Um, These children may grow up feeling unloved, unwanted, rejected, (laughs) neglected, abandoned, and chronically criticized. Uh, We all know what it feels like to be, to feel unloved, right? to feel unwanted, to feel rejected, to even feel neglected. Um, This is a single mom podcast. So many of us are single moms. And uh, most of the time, you are the one that's working. You are the one that has to go out and get groceries. You have to do all these things, work out while also trying to be a mom. And it's like you have to divide your time between so many different things. And so, like I said, I don't want you to beat yourself up, but I do want you to listen from a place of now that I know better, how can I do better? Because even if you are a busy mom, you can definitely work to ensure um, that your children are receiving the love that, that you give them. And one thing that I do know is that our children, they give us so much grace. They really do. Um, now they, I'm pretty sure they'll appreciate any, you know, any time that you're able to give them. And oftentimes if you are just super honest with them and let them know, Hey, mom is busy, you know, this week, but I'll make time, even if it's 30 minutes to sit down and watch a TV show with you, even if it's an hour to sit down and watch a TV show with you, maybe we can go out for a walk for 30 minutes. They'll appreciate anything, right? And so if you're anything like me growing up, um, like I don't even really want to get into um, my childhood story. I talk about it on some episodes back, but I don't want to take up this episode and talking about it. But I know me personally, my relationship um, firsthand, I'll just say, you know, my grandmother, she raised me. My mom definitely was around. Um, but my grandmother raised me and there were just times where I definitely did not receive affection 
And my grandmother, she would hug me every now and then. But because she had so many duties, uh, I definitely felt love deprived. And as I grew older, I sought that love in different places. And I was looking for certain voids to be filled that could not be filled by other people. And so, of course, I turned to uh, boys. I turned to men and I turned to food and all of these other different type of things alcohol and even drugs and just trying to fit in and do different things because I felt unloved as a result of feeling unloved I had low self-esteem and so I was easily swayed by people's opinions and what they thought of me if someone thought that I should dye my hair I went and dyed my hair if someone thought that I was too fat I would try to go and shrink and wear baggy clothes um I felt unwanted often. I felt rejected a lot. Uh, Rejection is something that I have struggled with for years, just feeling rejected, feeling neglected, abandoned. It, It hindered the way I viewed relationships, the way I viewed men. If I was in relationships, there were moments to where I would be really, really happy at one point. But I would need that constant validation from the person that I'm with that, oh, they love me. They feel like, you know, I'm I'm there everything. If I did not receive that for whatever reason, I felt like, oh, I must be doing something wrong. You know, maybe they don't want me anymore. I, I started feeling rejected. And so I had an impaired sense of self. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there to kind of make this more relatable and realistic for you guys, right? I had a lack of trust and I just did not feel good enough, right? And so we don't often realize how important it is, uh, our parenting, uh, how we, even if we didn't receive it, because that can be a valid excuse (laughs) some of our some of our excuses can be very valid but how long are we going to allow that to continue to be an excuse I'm currently reading a book called mother hunger mother hunger and um, let me get you guys the author so that (laughs) you can go out there and get that book as well but it's called mother hunger and it's by Kelly McDaniel And it's how adult daughters uh, can understand and heal from lost nurturance, protection, and guidance. And guys, it it needs to come with a trigger warning because it is absolutely hard to read. But in her introduction, she, she talks about reading the book as a daughter and not a mother. Because oftentimes we will carry that mom guilt and we will go and just dwell in the fact that we have not been a perfect mom and so I know how mom guilt feels and I definitely don't want any of you ladies listening in to um, be sitting over there in mom guilt you are doing the best you can with what you have and I am so proud of you for even if you're still listening to this episode that means that you have a desire to to grow that means that you have a desire for change and um i'm praying for you on that journey but yeah children who are love deprived they also struggle with trust issues as an adult uh children who are not raised in safe loving respectful and consistent environments tend to grow up feeling very unsafe 
and untrusting. Uh, they have a hard time trusting themselves throughout life. Uh, you may find yourself asking people for validation or asking them what do they think about this before you make a decision. And you also may have a hard time trusting other people throughout life. This comes from just not being raised in that safe environment or a consistent environment to where you're not able to rely on people. And so you have a hard time trusting anyone, right? Children who uh, grow up in emotionally or love-deprived environments, they also can have difficulties navigating boundaries, right? Boundaries are something that are learned. So if your family didn't model healthy boundaries, you may lack the skills needed to navigate those boundaries as an adult. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I never heard of boundaries until I became an adult, to be honest with you. And so boundaries is not something that was practiced in my home. Um, I did not see it modeled. And so as a result of that, I grew up and I became an adult that did not know how to navigate boundaries. I didn't know what boundaries were. And so if that is you, you may be a person that is often taken advantage of. You may let people walk over you or you may be a person that take advantage of others because you um, you don't know what healthy boundaries are. And so you may be a person that take advantage of others. You may find yourself overstepping often or um, you may also have a hard time keeping your guard, your guard up for protection, right? You may let your guard down easily. You may ha- have a hard time creating boundaries uh, to healthy relationships. You may be a person that overshares a lot. You may be a person um, who is codependent, which means that you are always looking to fix people, right? Um, and so boundaries are so important i'm also reading a book um regarding boundaries i've i've read maybe about two books so far about boundaries as an adult and even still with reading those books sometimes i still have a hard time uh with boundaries i just do um Another thing that someone who was love deprived or emotionally deprived as a child may struggle with as an adult is choosing the right friends. You may find yourself choosing toxic partners and friends. Uh, Children who grow up in toxic environments are people who accept unhealthy environments as normal. And so when you grow up in a toxic environment, those are the type of environments that you crave. Those are the type of environments that feels natural to you. Those are the type of environments that feels like home to you. I actually know someone whose mom um, is very toxic to them. Uh, They curse them out, call them out of their names, all of these different type of things. And this person has the option to go live in a better place, in a better community with the with someone else. But they have a tendency to continue running back to their mom. Um, and that's only because they crave that toxic environment. That, that is their normal. And so as an adult, you may find yourself choosing toxic friends, toxic partners, because that is what feels normal to you. I heard Paula White say this 
it had to be maybe three or four years ago. She said that when you are used to broken things or broken relationships, you'll get into something that is healthy and you'll break it because that is that's what you're used to. You'll break it just so that you can feel comfortable. You'll break it and make it toxic because if it's not broken or if it's not toxic, it doesn't feel like home to you. And so I pray that um, if that is you and you can resonate with that, I pray that first of all, you will heal so that you um, will no longer crave toxic environment toxic places and toxic people i pray that you will uh, no longer attract toxic friends partners relationships or environments right um because many of us were just children who grew up in toxic environments and dysfunctional environments and we turned into adults who craved that uh familiar comfortably uncomfortable toxic dynamic and so I, um, some people are attracted to toxic. Um, if I can be honest, I was one of those people where I was like, if this person isn't like going crazy over me, if they don't have a little (laughs) toxic ways, then I'm not really interested. And I've been that person that was in extremely healthy situations. Um, but because it did it felt too good to be true I would break it not intentionally but I would remember I would question the person and I would say are you okay is everything good is there something wrong could I do something different all of these different type of things because I felt like it was too good to be true and I don't want that to be right um if you grew up in a love deprived home you may uh be dominated by a fear of failure right Uh, Fear of failure can stem from receiving love from parents that's conditional and based on performance, right? Um, (laughs) You may have received love from your parents. Again, that was conditional and based on performance. So if a child's parents withhold love or offer only criticism, that child grows up feeling incredibly insecure on the deepest of levels, right? And so... As moms or as parents, you definitely don't want to withhold love from your children. Your Our love should be unconditional, just like God's love is for us, because he loves us when we are messy. He loves us when we are dirty. He loves us when we are unsure of ourselves. He loves us when we make the, the worst mistakes in the world. You're always able to feel God's love. And so even in that way, I talked about this before on one of the other podcast episodes that God actually taught me how to be a mom and I'm still learning every single day. But because he loves me so good, he loves me so unconditional I'm able to love my children in that way even when they make mistakes even when they messed up and it's not based on their performance so even if they make a mistake I'm still able to tell them you know I love them and I try not to withhold my love and that was something that I had to learn uh, because there were moments and there are times when we can be cold um, and I'm pretty sure there are moments that we remember our mom or dad being cold towards us when we messed up they withheld love from us and as a result of that you have a fear of failure because you feel like um whether it be 
personally, relationally, or professionally, you feel like if you make a mistake that someone is going to withhold love from you. And that is the worst feeling in the world. And um, yeah, if you were love deprived as a child, uh, you may also have feelings of isolation to where you have this feeling where you are, you want to be alone, right? You call yourself a loner and um, you just want to be alone or isolated for whatever reason. Um, And you're really doing it to protect yourself from getting hurt, right? Um, You may also feel extremely sensitive, right? (laughs) If you are extremely sensitive right if your parents invalidate invalidated your experiences for whatever reason if they did not model a healthy emotional sensitivity you see this a lot in males uh, where their fathers may have said boys don't cry or all of those different type of things, or their emotions were ignored for whatever reason, the way that they process their emotions um, were ignored. So this may result in you being emotionally sensitive, I mean, extremely sensitive, or even insensitive. (laughs) So it could go either ways. It can cause you to be insensitive, right? Of course, there are some people that are more sensitive to others, more sensitive than others, but it can cause you to be insensitive or either extremely sensitive, um, depending on what you witnessed and how you allowed it to impact your life. Um, you can all also feel conflicted and generally insecure uh, if your parents mom dad grandmother caretaker did not model stable healthy secure loving behavior sometimes you can grow up just feeling insecure in how you see yourself insecure in your life Um, you can struggle with anxiety depression all of these different type of things phobias and fears and just not feeling safe and so what are some ways that you can heal as an adult first of all you can learn your triggers right You can figure out what are your triggers and why are those triggers there. You need to potentially see a therapist that can help you work through the things that you dealt with as a child. Um, You can practice self-care as well as self-love, right? A lot of times we don't take that time to give ourselves self-care. We don't take that time to love on ourselves. We don't take that time to sit with ourselves. You can also practice setting boundaries and keeping them, sticking to those uh, boundaries, right? And so I would always say, use your past to learn what you do and don't want in life, right? Don't allow it to be um, a barrier just because you went through it in the past. It doesn't mean that you have to stay there. You can learn from your past and you can identify what you do and what you don't want in life. Even as a mom, whatever you witnessed growing up, you can take that and you can say, hey, I'm going to do things differently. Again, you can read self-help books. That's important. You can journal about it, right? And um, you need to understand too that you deserve to be loved as an adult. Don't push people away, right? And so these are just some things that 
I was actually led to go over with you guys on tonight. I definitely may have to do a part two to this because we're already at 30 minutes and I did not intend for this to be a long episode. But if you are a mom who dealt with this as a child, I pray for you. I pray for your inner childhood, your inner child, um, that wound that is sitting there where you're like, okay, God, listen, I dealt with this as a child and now I'm a mom. I don't even know where to start as a mother. If you are a mother um, who you have some days where you, you are cold towards your children, your daughter, your son, for whatever reason, you just don't have it in you. You don't have the energy. You're working full time. You're working overtime. You're trying to get bills paid. You're trying to figure out what y'all going to eat, all of these different type of things. And you just don't have it in you. Um, I'm praying that God will give you whatever you need to mother those kids. And I'm praying that um, you'll pull it out. You'll pull it out because it's in you. God has anointed you to be the mother of these kids. He did not make a mistake when he created you. Therefore, you have everything that you need to be the mom that you need to be to those beautiful children. And so I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your heart. I'm praying for your mind. I'm praying for your soul that things will get better for you and that these things will work for your good um, that you will be the mother that you need to be to raise your children and regardless of what age your children are I pray for them as well I pray um, that they will not be negatively impacted by what you did not know I pray that God will do his best work with your relationship between your daughter, with your relationship between your son, I pray that um, God will make room and allow room for forgiveness to take place, that he will allow uh, room for any wounds to be healed and hearts to be healed. And I just pray that God will continue to lead and guide us in the right direction, even on this journey, this motherhood journey. Don't beat yourselves up. Understand that you are doing the best you can with what you have. And now that you know better, I pray that you will do better. All right, guys. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Praying Single Mom podcast. I pray that this episode blessed you dearly. And if you would like for me to uh, tap into any more topics or subjects, just inbox me at the Praying Single Mom at gmail.com inbox me on instagram facebook i will definitely write you back all right guys be blessed